from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Hey, it's Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. I was just going through Variety. They did a uh, list of the 50 most romantic movies of all time. Mm -hmm. Derp. Um, At number 10 was Gone with the Wind. At number 9, The Umbrellas of Sherberg from 1964. (laughs) Brokeback Mountain at number 8. Isn't that movie horrifically sad? So sad. It's romantic but, but, moments. Yeah, definitely romantic moments. Yeah. But I wouldn't. What else? I mean, I wouldn't like a ghost at number seven. Uh-huh. It's a movie called Brief Encounter from 1945. What are all-ass movies? A Star is Born, the 2018 yeah. version with Lady Gaga. <laughs> Again, sad. Moulin Rouge is at number four. Dumb. To Catch a Thief from 1955, Mocha. You talk about that movie all the time. To Catch a Thief? Yeah. Bruh. Cary Grant? You're not a huge Cary Grant fan? No, she. <laughs> Car- Gary Grant. Gary. What is it? Gary. Car- Car- no, Cary. Yeah, Cary Grant. <laughs> yeah, it's a boy. Oh. Yeah. Snap. I. Uh, Titan- Dead or alive? Titanic. Cary right? Grant? Uh-huh. Dead. Okay. <laughs> like- Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> Cary Grant is very. When did Cary Grant die? Help Moke out here. I'm on it. No offense. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Titanic at number two. Uh-huh. And uh, according to Variety, this oh, is the most romantic ever. The, the most romantic movie uh, of Forrest all time. Forrest Gump. Uh, he died in 1986. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> um, uh, Casablanca from 1942. Oh. How's that romantic? <laughs> Who the hell's in that? I, I don't 1942? know. 1942. Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. And Igmar Bergman. And, Who? Uh, Igmar Bergman. And, uh, That's a guy or a girl? That's a girl. Yeah. Humphrey, Igmar. Hum- Igmar Bergman. It's uh, Ingrid, isn't it? I thought it was Igmar. No, Ingrid Bergman. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, uh, Dooley Wilson uh, was playing Sam. So that's the most romantic movie from 1942. Mocha. I know. Boring, I know. They, they should list. always do two lists, you know, like yeah. do like, one. Do one for the old people. Yeah. And then yeah, do one yeah, for yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah, else. It's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if, if you still referred to movies as like uh, talkies, right? Is that what they said in the article? <laughs> no, no. Uh, Jerry Maguire was number 12, just so you know, Mocha. Oh, you had me a hello. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Happy to see John Stewart back. A lot of people not happy to see John Stewart back. So he oh. had a show on Apple TV, and how that relationship ended, according to the New York Times, that the relationship with John Stewart ended because of different disagreements over topics that John Stewart was going to do on his third season, including topics on AI and China. Hmm. And while John didn't mention the rumors about Apple's worries about China, he did say they, quote, didn't want me to say things that would get me in trouble. So it seems like Apple put the kibosh on an episode about China. Hmm. And then that's where the uh, relationship dissolved. But uh, Democrats 
Democrats who tuned into the Daily Show on Monday um, are very pissed off at John Stewart. Everybody from the the gals on the View to Keith Oberman, all these hardcore um, uh, Democrats are pissed because John Stewart. Yeah, he went after Trump and he went after Trump really hard, and it was hysterical. But he also went after Biden, which you don't do. If you are in that sort of John Stewart world. So here's a little bit of uh, John Stewart taking on uh, Joe Biden and how old he is. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. The response in Gaza has been over the top. <laughs> you know, I like how Biden describes Israel's incessant bombing of civilians the same way my mother talks about the Super Bowl halftime show. <laughs> it was a little much. Wow. Did they need to be on roller skates? <laughs> Whatever happened to music? You sing the song and people will love it, but with the abs and the twirling. And the hits kept coming. Pause for one second. So this is when this is when Biden at that press conference confused the um, uh, president of Egypt with the president of Mexico. Okay. 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 Got it. And the hits kept coming. Initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. Now, geography buffs might have noticed. (laughs) Damn. Gaza and Mexico do not share a border. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere, nowhere near. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so a lot of people are unhappy about that, but uh, it was a great show. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. The NFL fixed Alicia Keys' cracked voice. I don't know if you heard this or not. So when she, when at the Super Bowl halftime show, when, when they unveiled Alicia Keys and she had that big, giant dress, it was like crazy, the right? Piano, it was nuts. Yeah, so her the first line in the song, her voice cracks, and then what is now on YouTube is a tweaked version of that. So here, take a listen. This is what it was sounded like live. Some people Oh no! Okay. Some people And then if you listen to it on YouTube now, it sounds like this. Some people want it Go back to the original. Hey, you're not going to diss my queen like that. <laughs> I'm not dissing her. Okay, so the live version. Some people. I would have left it. I would have left it. Yeah. Oh, flawless, guys. Yeah. So flawless. Little character to the performance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this song so much. <laughs> I think Shem and I almost held hands when this song was on. Yeah. Just singing yeah. and dancing the entire time. I know. We're a Super Bowl halftime show party. What are you talking about? They started hanging out, handing out condoms when that part happened. Guys, just be safe. Okay? Guys, just be safe, okay? The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. 
Kanye West uh, appears to be somewhat uh. uncancelable as his uh, latest album, Vultures, uh, debuted at uh, number one in at least 100 countries on uh, Apple and iTunes, uh, despite the fact that it was independently produced and released and not available on Spotify or YouTube. Uh, but the big story is uh, uh, former NFL receiver uh, Brandon Marshall was doing a podcast where he claimed that Taylor Swift had Kanye kicked out of the Super Bowl. So here's the claim from Brandon Marshall. Kanye West pulls up to Vegas. Kanye West buys a ticket right in front of Taylor Swift's booth. Oh, he had a a mask on with his logo on a mask, Mm -hmm. right? Typical Kanye. Taylor Swift gets pissed off. Cheek Boom Boom makes a call or two. Everybody's involved. He gets kicked out the stadium. Oh, oh, but Kanye, Kanye, is the hot tea, hot tea, hot tea, hot tea, hot tea. Got kicked out the stadium. He was trying to leverage her celebrity right. to because he knows right. they're not going to cut to him mm-hmm. so he's like i'm going to strategically position myself so every time they cut over here to her so now you got to go back to the beef you know him cutting her right, off yeah. it's like you know beyonce should have won it and then years after and just that whole relationship but that's mm-hmm. what he tried to do man he tried to sit in front of taylor swift wow so uh, kanye's rep tells tmz that this is a completely fabricated rumor and it's not true because kanye turned up in uh, there's a chicken chain uh, called uh, Raising Cane, and they had a Super Bowl suite. And I guess Kanye showed up in that suite, yeah. and they said that he just came in for a few minutes with his wife, and he was just like any other guy dropping into the suite, being like, hey, can I hang out for a minute and grab a quick drink? But in that suite, one of the people was Leonardo DiCaprio, who they used to be cool, and they used yeah, to yeah. hang, went to each other's birthday parties and everything else. And apparently Leonardo did not even acknowledge that Kanye was in the room because you can't get caught on that camera no saying Talking. hi to kanye now we all thought that taylor swift's booth at the uh the super bowl was like the place to hang out but i'm telling you man this chicken booth yeah raising canes booth so leonardo dicaprio now, let me see what this chicken looks like. okay yeah yeah tell me what it looks like if it's good i never heard of this place raising cane chicken cane mm-hmm. with a k or a c c-a-n-e raising chicken. cane chicken so in the Raising Cane chicken booth, yeah. tell me if you wouldn't want to hang out here. Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Toby Maguire, yeah. Vince Vaughn, Wiz Khalifa, Damn. French Montana, Ashanti, yeah. Nelly, Diplo, Tiffany Haddish, and Wayne Gretzky. Fire. <laughs> Fire! Fire! Buy me a ticket. I wouldn't even watch the game. Right? They were there for the chicken. Is that not the greatest collection <laughs> of people? Like, it doesn't matter what you are into in this world. If you walked into that suite. Oh, yo, they got. Oh, yeah? They got a combo. Okay. 100 chicken fingers. 100, 100? finger tailgate. <sighs> includes 33 of their sauces. <laughs> their signature oh. sauces. It says feeds 25 to 33 people. Damn. Yeah, it looks okay. I'd be down with that. How much does it cost? What does 100 chicken fingers cost? Uh, I got to go through the... Oh, you got to do the whole thing, huh? Enter my zip code. Oh, okay. All that stuff. Right, right, right. But 100 fingers? Right. Yeah, but that's Ashanti. I know, right? Like, that's... Like, could you imagine Vince Vaughn, Wayne Gretzky, and Ashanti? Nelly? Just all hanging out. 
please, Sweet. please. You know that uh, Vince Vaughn commercial? Uh, not Vince Vaughn, the uh, uh, Ben Affleck uh, and Jennifer Lopez commercial. Oh, th- for Duncan? For Duncan, uh-huh. right, which was great. It was one of the best commercials. Sure. You know there's a five-minute version of that commercial that they filmed? No. It's like a whole thing. Really? Yeah, you can go and watch the extended five minutes, and like, like four and a half minutes or whatever. Great. Yeah, yeah, where he forms a boy band with uh, Tom Brady and Matt Damon. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a five-minute uh, version of that Tom commercial. Brady was, he got the bag for Super Bowl. Tom Brady was in like three different commercials. Yeah. For Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, it was Tom Brady, right? But yeah, he was all over it. But yeah, that commercial, uh, if you want, if you liked it, because it was the best one. Yeah. There's like a five-minute version of it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. It's reading this crazy story about Sharon Stone. Wow. So for, she did an interview talking about how expensive it is to be rich. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, because they sure. say, so apparently she's worth $60 million. But one of the things she said is that, listen, you go for dinner, there's 15 people at a table, and you're expected to get the $3,000 check every single time. Well, she's like, when, when you're the most famous person at dinner, she's like, you always have to get the check. Yeah, but that's your, your fault. Why are you going out sure. with 15 people? But the crazy thing is they go, she goes on to talk in this interview about how when she hit because of basic instinct, she had already done like 15 movies at that point. So she had been in Hollywood and working, but then basic instinct happened and she became one of the biggest stars on the planet. Basic instinct made $350 million at the box office. Michael Douglas for basic instinct made $14 million. Hmm. Sharon Stone for basic instinct made $500,000. So when Basic Instinct hit and her life changed, she was not rich. Hmm. And she's talking about how she didn't have money for, like, security and didn't have money for all of this stuff. And she tells this story that because she was living in a regular house on a regular street, that cops were always there because they knew that Sharon Stone lived there. And so they were always patrolling. And she says that in 19, summer of 1994, when the OJ chase happened, Mm. when after it was, you know, said that he had killed Nicole and Ron and that the chase was going on. In the Bronco. She said that cops were dispatched to her house. They knocked on her door and said that she had 10 minutes to pack a suitcase and that they were moving her to a hotel for her own protection. Why? Why her, though? Because she said that she didn't have any kind of cash to hire private security. She didn't live in a secure house. It was a public access street. And the police wanted Stone in lockdown, they said. Talking about OJ, they go, he's dangerous. We don't know how dangerous and we don't know what this is. And Sharon Stone didn't question it. She packed a bag and went with the cops. Then they took her to a hotel tell they had one guard at reception and one guard out in front of her door and then they told her to buy a house behind a gate because they were just always at her house because they knew that one of the most famous people in the world lived in a regular neighborhood with no gate and it was a security risk and they needed to move her for her own protection because they didn't know how bad it was damn did you imagine no that's crazy. You you live on a like a public street you're not behind a gate uh well you don't know (laughs) Maureen you you don't know (laughs) Yeah, you don't you, you don't know if you move. Yeah, so so he, stop talking. Listen, and he just didn't tell you. I know. Stop talking about my house. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Right? Like, You're why would you snitch. even say that on the radio? I didn't say where you are. It doesn't matter, bruh. Bruh, not cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
be your own, too. Like, yeah. why would you even do that, man? That's really not cool, dude. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, I'm watching this clip of Dana White on the Howie Mandel podcast. And at first, I thought this was like a joke or a goof or whatever. Still don't know what it is. It sounds like a goof. But he, Dana White was supposed to be on the show. Mm. And then Howie does this big, giant intro to Dana White. And then Dana White just gets up and leaves. Dana White, you are an amazing guy. You are, I can't thank you enough for being here. Uh, you and Ginger seem to be getting along. Um, you are not only an amazing businessman, you are an inspiration. You are a philosopher. The way you do business, the way you uh, conduct your business and your friendships and media is, uh, I'm, I'm jealous. And But Dana, I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank you. For all the kind words, I appreciate it. I, I am so tired of doing podcasts. It's I, I, I'm literally done with them. I'm not doing any more podcasts. And then he got up and left. Right, but how? Here's the thing. I then want like I, I like because that podcast is on YouTube now, mm-hmm. and there's another guest there. This guy named I don't know what is Ginger. It? Ginger, yeah, comedian. And so I watched the whole thing, and it's like an hour long. And Dana White never comes back. Oh, and they don't reference him. At no, all? no, uh-huh. they just go on to interview this other guy. So I don't know. Maybe they taped another one with Dana, and that they just had know. him come in and do I think, this. I think it's on purpose. It looks like when you look at Howie's face, like it looks like yeah. it's sort of on purpose. But there's no payoff for the joke because like he didn't no. come back or anything. Dana White just left unless he was just in the building and it's, then said and said, hey, I don't have time to do this. Can you just maybe come in and do a bit with me where I give you this glowing introduction? And you walk out, crawl right up your ace and then you just walk out like whatever it was. It doesn't look, it doesn't look legit to me. No, no. Right. Like to me, it seems weird. But yeah. I don't know. What are you going to do? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Travis Kelsey at the end of the Super Bowl, they've released uh, his mic audio when uh, Taylor Swift came up with all her security and they were hugging and embracing. And in case you're wondering what they said to each other, it was this. Thank you for oh, coming, I baby. I can't believe that. Thank you. I can't believe you. I Thank you for the support. How do you Thank do you for that? coming. <laughs> Thank you for making it across our way across the world. You're the best, baby. Oh, my God. The absolute best. Was it electric? It was unbelievable. How do you feel about the, all the red flags that went up, Maria? A lot of people talking about that, the way he sort of went after the old man, his uh, his Oof. coach, and also the sparkly suit that he wore. Like oh, red he, flag on red flag, right? This guy yelled, yelled. Yeah. Uh, listen, you're in the heat of the game. It is what it is. I don't think he should have yelled at his coach like that. Yeah, but no. I bumped mean, in, I don't... Bumped into him? Yeah. Anger yeah. issues? Chest bump? Maybe. Yeah, Anger okay. issues? Like he... It wasn't like a, hey, come on, coach. No. It was a in-your-face, yeah. like... Full on, 100% yelling. Yes. Red flag? No red flag? Nah. No. No. (laughs) What about the sparkle suit? Red flag? No red flag? No red flag. Oh, wow. I think you can pull off anything. That's why. Is it because of Travis Kelsey and you got a crush? Yeah, kind of. Doesn't matter. You could throw up as many red flags as you want. They never see them. Yeah. Never see. You never see the red flags. Yeah. Never. That's why I'm in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, shooting yesterday in Kansas City right after the Kansas City Chiefs uh, parade and celebration and uh, everything. Uh, one person dead, 22 injured, and I think eight of the injured were kids. Here is uh, Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves. We have confirmed there is uh, one deceased person 
Our gunshot wound total has went up to 22. We're still working on a total number of victims. This is still an active investigation. Immediately, officers responded to the area, took two people into custody, and also immediately rendered life-sustaining aid to those victims. And uh, one of the the gunmen, because I think they arrested like three or four different people, but one of the gunmen was tackled by fans. I don't know if you saw this. They Mm -mm. they tackled the guy, and then the gun went flying and everything else. Here is uh, uh, Paul Contreras, who was one of the tacklers. We tackled him. We tackled him. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him, and I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Because as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. Oh, and then what a you scary situation. And you see a woman come, kind of come up behind them and picks up the gun. And, like, the guy they tackled was just, like, wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And this was not a handgun. Oh, it was a big, big one? It was a big gun. Was it like, right, it rifle had a strap. No? Oh, geez. Like, she picked it up by the, by the strap. Like, I don't know how you get away with that. But I was reading something this morning where they're saying that it might have been two separate shootings, whether they were connected or not. Jeez. Uh, uh, who knows? Uh, Travis Kelsey went on uh, X and said, I'm heartbroken over the tragedy that took place today. My heart is with all who came out to celebrate with us and have been affected. KC, you mean the world to me. Uh, Patrick Mahomes simply tweeting, praying for Kansas City. Terrible. Uh, terrible, man. Oh, my God. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Christopher Nolan, I was reading this interview talking about Robert Downey Jr., Christopher Nolan, who directed all the Batman movies that were real great. Mm. Uh, he said that casting Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark in Iron Man was, quote, one of the most consequential casting decisions that has ever been made in the history of the movie business. Why? One, because they... Is, he, is they, this they a positive lighter? Uh, positive. Oh, okay, good. Um, because one, they didn't want him. Two, mm. the whole Marvel franchise and superhero movies were done at that point. Yeah. Nobody, they weren't making any money. They weren't getting any big stars. And then they put Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man suit. And for 11 years in 10 movies, those things made $12.5 billion. Yeah. And he attributes it 100% to the casting of Tony Stark. And John Favreau, who's was, the one who was the one who fought for him. Just gonna say they right. gotta show some love to Favreau there. And now with the state that Marvel is in, they're trying to do the same again. This time with the uh, casting of Pedro Pascal as Mister Fantastic in the new Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. thinking that he could be the guy because he's got a lot of love, of right? Course, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, The yeah. Last of Us, like a lot of people love Pedro Pascal. Uh, Vanessa Kirby is uh, Kirby is Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph Quinn from uh, Stranger Things. Eddie he is he Eddie? Yeah, yeah. he's a Human Torch, and uh, even Moss uh, Backrack from The Bear is the thing. Oh, Cousin Richie. Cousin, yeah, Cousin Richie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he oh, is, he's that. So if I don't know if you saw it, the way they announced it, it was a Valentine's Day announcement. Mm-hmm. And it was a drawing, like a sketch drawing. And Variety reports that it was, yes, a playful illustration. However, it could be more, more, more telling than that. So it was a very retro treatment from the mid-century costumes to the furniture, the fact that Ben is sitting in a chair reading an issue of Life magazine from 1963, and Variety is reporting that Fantastic Four will be set in the 60s. Oh, okay. And eventually then joining the rest of the MCU through multiverses and all this other stuff. At some point, yeah. I'm into it. But the guy who directed WandaVision 
is directing Fantastic Four. Love it. Who's really good at that yeah, stuff. Because yeah, yeah. WandaVision looked amazing. It did. So it's apparently going to take place in the 60s. Sick. Which I'm kind of down with. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, a lot of people in Germany pissed at Adele because of her ticket prices. I guess she's doing her first shows in like eight years mm. uh, after leaving uh, Vegas or in between her shows in Vegas. Um, $1,250 for the best seat in the house. Not too Germans much. are not paying that. Nah. Uh, the cheapest ticket right now is three fifty. dollars nah, 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 When nah. tickets went on sale, there was 270,000 people waiting in line online to get tickets. Uh, the the standing only tickets, yeah. which is they're they're decent seats. You're right at the front, but there's no chair. Okay, you're standing are seven hundred and seventy dollars. No, 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 I'm not doing for that. standing. No, you want me to stand? no, no. I'll watch your concert on YouTube. Thank you. And guess what? I don't even pay for YouTube. I'll sit for ads. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Megan Fox is hitting back at Trolls. Uh, did you see the picture of Megan Fox from the Super Bowl party with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Um, Who, Megan Fox? It's the one that looks all red. Like, there's just, like, a lot of red light on them. So, it doesn't really oh, look yeah, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It it's doesn't her, really look Machine like Gun Megan Kelly, Fox. and then there's Travis Kelsey and um, Taylor Swift. Yeah, so a lot of people were talking about how... She looks not like Megan Fox at all, right? And then I guess she oh, wow, she geez. posted, and then she posted another picture in full flash where she says she does look like Megan Fox. And so anyway, so Megan Fox goes on Instagram and says, "Oh my God, guys, look how different I don't look at all." Turns out it was just a shadowy cell phone pic of me looking like a Ukrainian blow-up doll. When in reality, I look like one of those super expensive silicone real sex dolls you can only get in Japan. Oh. And then one commenter said, uh, it's very rude of you to speak like that about Ukrainian women. That's how you showed yourself. Another furious poster on Instagram said, uh, not here for you taking the piss out of Ukrainian women. It's obvious you've had extensive work done. And then Megan Fox jumped back in the comments and said, dear God, that's not what I meant. Ukrainian women are hot AF. And so uh, in my imagination, the blow up dolls would also be hot. Let a girl make a joke. Is what she said. So she's out there getting killed for that picture. I don't know. Doesn't look like Megan Fox, though. Not at all. But neither of the pictures look like Megan Fox. Not at all. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, do you want to hear Jennifer Lopez crying over Ben Affleck in a good uh, yeah. way? Not yeah. in a bad way, in a good way, like sure. Valentine's Day. Like, no. I guess she was at a, uh, what was she at? Like a premiere, premiere or something for her like that? Movie, yeah. What's the movie called? This is me now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love a JLo movie. Uh, here is uh, the great Jennifer Lopez. Album twenty years ago, and I know he hates that I'm doing this right now. He's just like, please shut up. No, and I say no. I say, I love you and thank you for believing in me and helping me believe in myself and helping me to grow every single day. Thank you for the family that we've created and our children and everything that you do for me. You will never, you'll never know what it is to be able to share this lifetime and have you be my love. Thank you. Meanwhile, A-Rod's sitting at home going, yeah, but you didn't have to go from first to second so quick. Oh, damn. (laughs) Damn, A-Rod. You think Ben was smiling or was Ben looking like Ben? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see the I didn't see the thing. Do you remember when A Rod that picture, A Rod, 
where there was it was a picture of him having dinner with his kids and they still had the place setting oh, I for know. JLo at the table. Just oh. in case she walks through the door. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> I missed you. Never happened. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Man, this whole gardener thing is going to be a disaster. Uh-huh. We're ripping it up, right? No. So... Who approves this anyway? It was approved a while ago, like a decade ago. And then it's just happening now. But in between, the province took over the gardener. But this was a city deal that they had. So basically what's going to happen is that the gardener is going to be released, uh, reduced to two lanes in both directions between Dufferin and Strawn. And that's going to last for three years. Damn. Oh, my God. Remember, they did this before, and it was a nightmare. Three years Terrible. is how long this is going to last for. They're going to take a break during World Cup in 2026. That's it? Take a break, but it's still going to be all, like, damaged up. Yeah. Where will we even yeah. be then? Three years. I'll tell you something, man. Mm. If I, it could be 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. If I drive by there once. Yeah. And I don't see a full crew of dudes. Yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. What are you going to do? Talk about it. Say it with your chest. No, I'm, you know, I'll just You're probably, just going to complain I'll, about I'll, it on I'll, the radio. I'll, I'll drive <laughs> yeah. by in silent, wait till I get to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm there almost every weekend, Roz, because of TFC. So I'll let you know if the crews are working. Dude. Yeah. Okay. And that's my biggest fear. 20, How am I going to get around there? There better oh, be 24 hours of crews. And if there's not? Well, I told you I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I'll just wait till I get. To, I'll just wait till I get to work. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Stop. Don't even. All right. But if there is not, let yeah. me tell you something. Hit me. If there is not, yes, twenty four hours a day, twenty four hours a day, full crews, all of them, sweating in yes. January. Yeah, absolutely. Car. Yes. Shovels. Uh huh. All the things. Talk to them, baby. I still won't say anything. Uh-huh. I'll wait till I get to work. <laughs> Anyway, that's what's going on. The city's going to be a mess. It's going to be the worst traffic in the world. It's going to be the worst traffic in the world. The worst in the world. And I'm not even joking about that. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, You want to hear Travis Kelsey and uh, uh, Mahomes sing uh, uh, I Got Friends in uh, Low Places? Sure. During the, uh, oh, and when I say singing, I mean like they are Hammered. If you know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in booze and ruined the Niners affair. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last one they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. Oh, they took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. I got free. Oh, no. Patrick. <laughs> Celebrate, whatever. Y'all want to I'm here for it. Super Bowl. Enjoy yourself, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um I 
had to, to Google right before the news what exactly a diaper spa was. But a zoning board in a small town in New Hampshire has denied the application for a local adult diaper spa. What? Uh, the diaper spa, they say, cater, caters to adults 21 years and older, serving, quote, all diaper-wearing individuals who seek acceptance and care in a nursery-like atmosphere. What? Community members raised safety concerns about having the business in their neighborhood because a woman was running it out of her house. So set up, set up by a woman named Dr. Colleen Murphy, who is not a licensed therapist at all, but I guess still goes by doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the di- diaper spa provides, quote, Richly immersive experiences that involve adult diapers. Yeah. Activities listed on the website include playtime, story time, nap time, cuddle time, changing time, coloring, nursery rhymes, and sing-alongs. Prices start at $100 for the hour or a $1,500 24-hour stay for ABDLs, which is adult baby diaper lovers. Uh, yeah, denied. So they they did not. Uh, she can appeal the decision to not allow the diaper spa uh, in her home. Gross. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right? That like, that's what you want in your house? Yeah, no, that ain't. Like a man with yeah. the diaper, and she has giant cribs. No, for them to like lie in and stuff. Like you want that? I saw in an your, episode of that, like in on your CSI. Home? Yes, yes. CSI ended in murder. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, not saying that they all end in homicide, no, no, no. right? But you know, ah, there, there's no. a lot of things that could move next door to you in a neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? You got the safe site injection places. You got all this other stuff. I don't know if I'd complain. I mean, first of all, again, I wouldn't complain. I'd drive by in silent wait till I got to work. Right. Uh, but- <laughs> yeah, you tell them <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.